0: He calls the police and he goes, "These men, they came to me and they said like, I can't tell anybody that I saw them and da 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 da. They didn't talk to me. Like they didn't talk with words. They talked, spoke to me in my head. And it was like telepathic."
1: Thank you for coming on today. I want to hear more about your story. So yeah, thanks for coming on, man.
0: Yeah, let's keep the fun going, man. It was a great time. It, it, it's nothing but laughs. It, somebody's got to shine light in the dark corners, and that's what makes these conversations so fun.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, um, and just as an FYI, the name of your podcast is The Rethink Tank.
0: Check um, us out at The Rethink Tank.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's going to be cool. I started checking you out. A lot of funny stuff on there. Um, but yeah, today I wanted to talk about your red pill story. And I think it would be a cool way to introduce yourself and then at the same time kind of like see where that takes us because red pill stories can go anywhere. And I, I know you mentioned it um, previously, but I want, I want to go into it and maybe um, you can pull something else from it if it leads into something else. But yeah, man, like red pill story, like what started you on your journey to doing what you're doing now?
0: So what's really cool about the period of life that we are living, like our generation, there's, there's Gen Z and there's Gen X and kind of this like older millennial. Even my sister, she's more of a younger millennial. There's kind of like a spectrum and being towards the older side of a younger generation. We got to experience this cool explosion in human history with the internet
1: mm-hmm.
0: and. I am of the belief, this could be totally false, but I am of the belief that our education system was and has and is hijacked. Um, the The older generation that parented us, they never had the ability to see behind the veil. So they are of a generation that is like completely fooled. So if you think of like uh, the Truman Show, right? imagine being truman entirely forever your your life is shattered at the moment you find out it's all fake and it's all a show and he was freaking out too and he's losing his mind it's a major explosion i feel like our generation is lucky in that we get to stay ahead. We're young with the technology. We get to still experience it at a point where we're not like totally stunted. Like, oh, this is beyond me. In fact, we're we're currently riding the wave w- well enough. You know, that we're still not totally hip. We're still trying like, what what does no cap mean? Like we're still, we're pulling away a little bit, but at least the technology we're still yeah. riding. Um, But to my point, what made it so cool was The internet was the wild, wild west. And I feel like we are the one generation that got to see behind the veil very quickly, like one curtain switched to the other. It was the old, traditional, metal, clunky world of no cameras, high crime, could just, people are suiciding themselves left and right. Go, go, go get it. You know, you you know a secret? Well, you just disappear. And then at some point, that world totally changed. Cameras on every corner, GPS is in every pocket, uh, a way to monitor and monitor everyone, but also be aware of all information mm-hmm. everywhere all the time. So we were that one generation that when it kind of, when, when the one curtain switched to the other, we got to see a quick little peek, like, wait a second. Hmm. Well, there's some fishy here and, and it, I can't, it's tough to say it was one event, but you can, Oh, I can say my whole life. It was like, "Ah, this ain't right. This ain't right. And I think the greatest gift ever was, I said, I, I knew I wanted to go to law school and the people that scored the highest on the LSAT were, um, were philosophy majors. So I went to college, knowing that I wanted to go to law school. So I took philosophy. And so while the whole time I was the butt of the joke to everybody, I had pl- philosophy and political science, mm. and double majors. And while, um, you know, I was the butt of the joke at, at, you know, parties and stuff, it was at a period in time where I'm on my own and I get to experiment with this internet, right? You're, you're having a couple drinks, you're hanging out, you know, passing the peace pipe in college and it's 2am and you catch yourself learning about anonymous and you're Mm. watching like these videos that like you cannot find the internet like you could find the internet when I was 17 it's just totally different it's totally different when I was college when I was in college in a college dorm at 19 years old the wormholes in the internet that you could go down are just plugged by Google and everything. Now you can't do it like the wild, wild Mm -hmm. West that we were used to. So to be young and naive and curious at a time where things were unmonitored, the, the people, the elites, the people in control that, that were, they, the technology got away from them for a little bit. They didn't Mm -hmm. realize what was exposed to everybody so quick, this tool that could be taken advantage of. Um, so I would say early in college, those late nights, just watching these videos, right? You're alerted to it. Weird stories. You're like, all right, 9-11, I'm not so sold anymore. <laughs> and you're young enough to have lived that and have lived that day, have been impacted by it, whole life changed with that, but also young enough to not be like so emotionally blinded mm. by it, where it's just like, it's just another event. And I think it's easier to be curious about it. And we're also, again, back to the original point, being raised and surrounded by a generation that was taught not to question anything. And you sat there and you shut up and the best person at it got the A. And nobody went to college at that time. So it was a golden ticket and that's what they sold you on. But now it's it's literally... The high school degree, it's so diluted. It means nothing. And it's a commandeered agenda to brainwash you. But
1: that's yeah. a story for another time. <laughs> I think, um, were you, did you ever catch yourself like watching and getting lost on like the new YouTube channel back then where it was just loaded, Boom. loaded,
0: like nonstop? That's the biggest point. I say Google, but it was YouTube. Here, how about this? When's the last time... You went down a YouTube wormhole. YouTube used to have the creepy, like, mind hijacking algorithm that TikTok had. Where you was like, how did you know that I could not resist that next video and that next video and that next video? And then the next thing you know, it's been two hours and you're like, what is going on? And you're learning about Atlantis and UFOs and... Man, let me tell you one of the wildest stories. Had to be like 18, 19 years old. And me and my butt, and this is a, okay, big red pill story. Because this is one that I wear, like, as a badge, like a a thing that I will reference. We're sitting in the hot tub right outside that door. Hmm. We're hanging out. We're chilling. And we're we're laying deep in the hot tub, right? And he goes you ever hear of like the story of how the men in black, like they're based on like the conspiracy of like real people. And I'm like, I've never heard of this in my life. And he goes, yeah, they're like either us from the future or they're aliens or they are some other type of species. They are like long, skinny, pale, white, no hair. They wear the classic men in black suits and um he goes there's a video there's a vi-. and you can find it on YouTube he goes there's a video on YouTube of this guy he calls the police and he goes these men they came to me and they said like I can't tell anybody that I saw them and da 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 they didn't talk to me like they didn't talk with words they talked spoke to me in my head and it was like telepathic and they told me if I told anybody they were going to kill me and da 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 da, da. And he's freaking out and he's like he's in a hotel okay this is the, you know, mystical story. Who knows if it's real? But there's a video, and there's that recording of the cops, and then there's a hotel footage of the lobby of this hotel. Two guys that just are, like, in the men in black suits, no hair, all white, walk straight in, like, like on a mission, go right in, never came out. There's no footage of them leaving. So they came in, went into... the the theory, the, the story is, went into that room. Ne- they never left, right? So what? Took them and disappeared. That's freaky, man. Whatever. It's freaky. But when we were in the hot tub, he's telling me the story. He's like, the video exists. We'll go inside and watch it. I'm like, oh, man, not the video. And he stops, and he looks at me, and he's like, dude, what would you do if the men in black walked up right now? Dude, that question blew my mind because you're going to do nothing <laughs> you're going to take whatever they're given that was like the scariest like oh oh i was you thinking, you in and, that guy's shoes, and then man. right and then to come in and watch the video you're like well that's a life lesson that's real <laughs> it probably isn't but you're just like that was impactful that's freaky man
1: it's um yeah the men in black is pretty cool because um going into that whole world did you see the last one yeah yeah yeah
0: uh, black in time (laughs) wait was that
1: the one that doesn't have the original people it's
0: with um oh yeah you're right what's his name uh with uh chris hemingsworth yes and And, um, i'm gonna be honest with you i did but i probably didn't pay enough attention to because i i vaguely remember the girl from weeds in it Okay, okay. Yeah, um, well...
1: You know what I'm talking about, The Mom? The Mom, The Mom, The Mom, The Weeds. I don't think I saw that show, but... Great show. Okay, I might have to put that on my list. So, the reason why I brought that one up, it was very interesting because it was a large tangent away from what we're used to seeing, and then I felt like it had more disclosure than usual. I could have sworn they had underground facilities that had t- tunneling to connect worldwide to a global network and i'm like hold on i've heard this before by multiple people and then another movie talking about disclosure um, was i think it was uh godzilla versus kong
0: yeah with the inner yeah Earth. that
1: was nuts and and the like, guy just spelled it out right there and if you didn't pay attention and if you weren't around to go down those rabbit holes that were available back then you would just be like oh that's a cool concept meanwhile like we're the the meme of um the guy from wolf of wall street saying like oh my god you know
0: (laughs) that that but dude the scary thing is it comes down to like it's all connected Mm -hmm. right like ironically i just did a podcast last night with my buddy blue i can hook you up with him he's out in atlanta And we brought your podcast up and we brought up, you know, the red, your red pill, you know, red pill stories. And he was talking about middle earth, Mm. ironically, and how China is finding all these sinkholes with jungles in them. Like just sinkholes are falling Mm. out and they're finding like worlds of jungles in the ground and not as prolific as that, but. One thing you reminded me of when you were talking about the tunnels, dude, it gets me so excited. I cannot emphasize and compel people enough to read the book Weird Scenes Inside the Canyon by David McGowan. Like does it have pictures in it? It or he's no. describing and well, there is one of the greatest pictures, one of the most life-changing pictures for me, but this book um I dude I tried so hard to do a book club for my podcast but y'all are lazy <laughs> and you won't do the whole do a video so club, we couldn't do like it a movie club maybe but right but dude I'm telling you this book is amazing and this guy he starts it off by just like, hey I'm not going to draw any lines. I'm not going to come to any conclusions. I'm just going to present you with the facts and you come to your own conclusions. And it's about Laurel Canyon, which is like right outside of Hollywood, which is what started the rock scene in the 40s, 50s, 60s and 70s. Mm-hmm. And it talks about like Frank Zappa, who is like kind of the center of this whole thing at the top of Laurel Canyon, mm-hmm. his mansion where they recorded a lot of the material used to be a CIA fortress. That's just convenient. And they just turned it into a house. Nobody else is there totally anymore, the same thing. Right? Yeah, exactly. And it turns out that there's tunnels all throughout Laurel Canyon that connects all these houses and all the creepy occult crap that these people were into. And to the one picture that changed everything for me. Those days back in college, man, when life was good. I loved listening to The Doors. I absolutely loved listening to The Doors. I loved Jim Morrison. And his whole shtick when he was in interviews and when he would talk to people was how, um, my parents are dead. My parents are dead. That was his little shtick. Like, my my parents are dead. And then it, like, came out that, like, no, his parents aren't dead. They're alive. And they're, like, in, you know, Tallahassee or wherever they were. Who knows? And he... He was the image of – he was the epitome of the hippie movement, Mm, right, for the Doors. And so he then goes, well, no, but my dad supports war, and so he's dead to me, right? Great twist on it, great twist on it when he gets pegged. And again, I love the Doors. You don't think much of it. You just keep moving on and, you know, jamming to the the Riders on the Storm. So – there's this picture at the beginning of the book and Joe Rogan talks about it all the time. It's the Gulf of Tonkin incident that took us into um, Vietnam war. Okay. So the Vietnam war, the reality of what that situation was, we've come to find out through the freedom of information act that the CIA was in Vietnam, a good like decade before the Vietnam war trying to antagonize them to justify an attack that would provoke us to go into a war to raid their heroin and poppy fields. Hmm. So we're in there just provoking them, provoking them. And there's this understanding of, no, we won't fight back because you're going to obliterate us. We do not want to fight you. And they wouldn't retaliate as we're in there trying to antagonize them. Fast forward to the Gulf of Tonkin incident which is what took us into the war. It now through the Freedom of Information Act we now have come to learn that it was a false flag event that we created to say that they attacked our Gulf of Tonkin ship to provoke us justifying the Vietnam war. Never happened. We did it to ourselves. It was a totally like, false flag event
1: on paper. So, I admitted. Mm-hmm, that's not
0: it's, it's just yep, yep. No one's well, because, about again, it. they think of they think about it as, yeah, exactly. You're not going to read up on it. Nobody's going to talk about it The people they are. We're going to silence them, make them out to be crazy tinfoil hat people. And um, by the time you're looking for accountability, they're all dead. And the grandk- grandkids, you know, are running the show and got all the benefit of that, but you don't know their name, so it's over. Um, but the picture that changed it all is the picture of, you know, Jim Morrison's father was the head captain of the ship. So there's a picture of Jim Morrison with his dad in the hull of the Gulf of Tonkin ship.
1: As in, he shouldn't be there because he's supposed to be dead.
0: No, 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 no. Jim Morrison, one, shouldn't be there because he says he hates his father. Oh. he so shouldn't be there because he says war. he hates war. He's the head of the movement, the hip, hippie movement. So it doesn't Three, click. Three, what? Who finds themselves on a government ship? Unless you're part of, I don't know, you guessed it, the government. What am I missing?
1: Oh, so he was pretty much a, a pawn at that point. No, he was, exactly. Leading. He was controlled
0: opposition. Yes, controlled opposition. So, Think of um, what Lee Harvey Oswald, Mm -hmm. the guy that was framed as killing Kennedy. He was a CIA operative. He had CIA um, backing. And it came out that one of his missions was in New Orleans during the Cuban Missile Crisis. They set up a pro-Castro, pro, I I guess, uh, pro-Castro, I guess, uh, uh, commission, like just like a building Hmm. of like supporters. And then across from it, they created a protesting facility against the Cuban Missile Crisis. So it was like, and guess what? It came out that he was running both programs he'd go in one building run the one program get them all riled up go across the street get them all riled up then they'd go outside and start protesting and then you know a, a riot would break out and it was just to because again don't forget what one of the one of the blocks that justified killing kennedy was how he would not kill a plane full of I don't know if it was full of innocent people or if it was going to be a fake plane and they were going to pretend people were on it. I'm pretty it. sure he'd be but he he against was, he actual refused people. To, well, but right. Whatever it was. it was, there was a fake event that they were going to create of like shooting down a plane to say, this is why we need to go fight Cuba. Hmm. It was like during the Cuban Missile Crisis, they wanted to say they shot down a plane with a missile and he wouldn't sign off on it. That was one of the reasons why the government killed him. One of the many, but –
1: one of them. Mm,
0: interesting. So, yeah. It's just wild. Controlled opposition. Yeah. That, Check out Weird Scenes inside
1: the game. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna write that down. Or actually we'll we'll talk afterwards and you can kind of give me that info. Um that is crazy. Um I wanted to go back into um when you were talking about the ground falling apart. It triggered me to remember. Yeah, how something. wild is that um and this is kind of like involves a little bit of physics but it's 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 pretty much like um the idea that certain animals certain um organisms can only survive in a certain type of atmosphere let's just say and so i heard a story where in ecuador there is a cave or a sinkhole where they found a, a a ship let's say a vehicle okay and around this vehicle is and this is like Deep in the ground, right. This is like tunneled in, and it's like a huge cave underground, right. Around this uh, vehicle is um, shrubs and and plants, and I don't know if there were animals, but like things that don't belong on Earth or never have been seen before. And when they tried to take things away from the area, when they got farther further enough, it started to die. Nothing could last too far away from this vehicle which was nuts and, and you just reminded me of that because there's a lot of stuff wow that is going what on about the vehicle this was you know a, a, an otherworldly vehicle it definitely was like a ufo because if you think about it um the vehicle might have a certain let's say energy field to sustain the occupants that are not from this area and it probably needs is
0: there a picture of this vehicle
1: no, they're not going to have that. <laughs> they're not going to have that. Um, and the guy that was talking about it, he was just like, yeah, it's it's pretty much because he was on the inside of everything. Um, but like, it's it's kind of like, it uh, comes with the science of uh, the Schumann resonance. Are you familiar with that? Or Schumann frequency? No. That's the frequency no. of planet Earth. Earth has its own like frequency that we kind of align with. And when that changes, we kind of, Changed along with it, so I can only imagine that that vehicle had a different frequency for their planet, you know. Um, but I, yeah, I love that sci-fi stuff for sure.
0: <laughs> How wild is it that Bob Lazar like said they had this chemical, like this new element? Mm-hmm. And they all call them crazy, and then an element like gets added to the periodic table. It's like people don't just invent <laughs> elements no, folks no, it was like a time release, right <laughs> If that doesn't corroborate someone's story, like what does
1: Oh, you just reminded me um I didn't watch it, and this was like back in the eighties Star Trek there was an episode where they talk about um transparent aluminum, and they had to go back in time to. Somehow, somehow, they found themselves back in time and they needed transparent aluminum for whatever they're doing. And so they just got into a computer and they just started jam- jamming away with like chemistry and all that. And then they kind of figured it out and did their thing. Because transparent aluminum, think about metal that's see through, that's like the ultimate window or vehicle or just material, right? Really obvious usages. And tell me how I think two years ago, they started coming out with saying, oh, yeah, we have something that's uh, we're able to make metal transparent. And I don't know if they're calling it transparent aluminum, but it's, it's almost like we are starting to see technology that was being introduced to us in the past. And it's more easily accepted because it's in the back of our mind, which is crazy. All right yes i just cut it off abruptly now um reason being is uh part two is going to be next week so stay tuned we're going to continue on this very interesting conversation so if you could hit that like subscribe follow wherever you're listening or viewing thank you again for tuning in and uh yeah till next time see ya